and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back to discuss episode nine of Southland season three, Failure Drill, written by quite a few people. Story, Jonathan Lisko and Chitra Elizabeth Sampath, who also wrote the teleplay, so it's only two people. Uh, directed by J. Michael Miro. I actually really like this episode. Uh, going into as far as a penultimate into the finale it had action I wasn't expecting that and it focused a lot on Lydia and even her personal life so that was of course enjoyable for me wherever you're listening to this podcast before we jump into the review uh, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify do me a favor go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well So you can uh, participate in any type of polls or any information about when I'm recording since I do not have a schedule currently. You can also send feedback for Southland and any other show that I do at blackercouch at gmail.com. So failure drill, it turns out, is a police term to take down a suspect, which is to hit the body parts. But if they don't go down, then you need to do the headshot I would love to see this actually practiced in, <laughs> in real life because it seems like most people just go for the headshot, don't even try to do the body shot, or they put a whole clip into the body, which that's, I mean, I'm not a police officer. I'm not going to pretend I know every scenario in which, because I can totally see if someone's up on PCP and they ain't going down because they're super strong. You might, you might need to use something depending on what's happening but i do feel my only response is i'm not saying lethal force shouldn't be used i'm saying we could definitely in this day and age do with a little bit of reconnaissance on (laughs) when lethal force should be used let's go to the ben and john story first because not a whole lot come is going on you know he wakes up he's in the shower he's just got the hot water going he is fucked up and he decided to cut cold turkey his painkillers and unfortunately that's not the way to go like he wants to be better but he he's just in this ridiculous amount of pain and i know that shy is probably over watching john go through this but i also i i guess maybe i i understand to a certain extent right i had the same issue with my shoulder or it's just hurting and hurting and hurting. I ain't been that bad though. Because I think if I would have been that bad, I would have went ahead and went to the <laughs> went to the doctor. Um, but this is, John's a different person than me. But I do think he's close. I think he's very close. He's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to make the right decisions. He knows he needs to get off the pills. But it's just that pride before the fall. Um but John, not John, Ben is definitely getting him there. He ends up meeting with his dealer. He gives him a shit ton of pills. Like, what did you do with the ones I gave you last week? Well, I t- flushed them down the toilet because I wanted to quit. But unfortunately, now I'm suffering for it. I'm also going through withdrawal. So he gets that bag and takes three instead of the record. But maybe he took four. I don't know. He took way more than he should have which causes him to show up late to roll call his boss kind of asks what's going on with you man you all right and you need to mind your damn business bitch. especially since 
you know, he he came, uh, he chose to take the <laughs> safety <laughs> something he would not volunteer to do clearly even his boss thought it was a joke like ah, ha, ha, ha. you're not going to teach kids about car seat safety but he's fucked up and he's sleeping in the car all day he isn't backing his partner as he should his partner has to yell at him to come out of his, his coma of sleeping um he has a situation where he has to do the car seat training by himself he's like the shit's in the car <laughs> he's like fine i'll do it can't be that hard he fails fails terribly trying to figure it out <laughs> and it is kind of like rolling around with your dad you like you don't want to to test your dad's authority but at the same time dad you're fucking up right now an old man in traffic is uh almost hitting pedestrians as well as almost hitting other vehicles and cannot hear when the police is asking him to slow down john's not there to cover there's a chase where he tries to get him he's just walking up like guy slow down john gets annoyed and he goes out and he ends up breaking the guy's window with a nightstick and then taking the kill the keys and while i'm not about john's actions this episode i can't blame him for breaking the (laughs) if if i'm yelling at you with a microphone and you still can't hear me no at that and i'm knocking on your window and you still can't understand yeah no i'm not mad that he broke the window and took that man's keys out of his hand because that needed to happen the issue is is that he's not in the right mindset (laughs) and he just did it more out of anger than he did out of being in control of the situation they end up taking the old man to the hospital junior is not happy ben decides to tell him because he goes by him and then he's just like uh he's gonna be all right and he's like freaking old people they should test every year which i agree i totally agree (laughs) so his message was right it's just everything around his message was wrong and thus they have a conversation finally off record and unlike the previous conversations where he's just like get the fuck out of my face john does at least come clean as as uh ben confronts him he's angry he's concerned it's not even just that he's angry he's concerned like this is interfering with your job performance and i've not seen that come out of you yet uh nothing seems to be more important to you but than the job and today you're you're taking burglary calls you're taking you know anything that keeps us not on the road doing our job and you know i'm a gung-ho just like you so of course i want to go where the action is i want to feel like i'm doing something and he does admit you know my back i woke up it was really bad this morning and he's like look if your back hurts call in sick don't fucking come into work and then not do your job and he finally says are we back on the record just get in the car because i'm hungry (laughs) and i want to get something to eat and at the end of the episode you have this moment where he's like do you really not want to talk about it because you have sunglasses on and it's nighttime i don't even think you know it's nighttime i know you're fucked up i know you've taken these pills 
I'm trying to do what you taught me to do, which is if you see your your partner drowning, you don't just let them drown. You try to do it yourself. And then if that doesn't work, you go to where you need to go. And I think that he's just doing exactly what he's been taught. Uh, I even like with show up, do up, show up. That's what you told me. Who told me that? Let me bring your words back to you. And that's all it is. It's John is at a crisis point right now. He he has been the rock for everyone else in their crisis point. And now he needs someone to be that for him. I know it's annoying (laughs) because it has been going on for quite a while. I know I'm just addressing Shai's complaint, but I do think that with him taking off those glasses, the way he even looked at him, he knows, he knows that I am at the, the, the point right here. I'm at the point right here where I'm going to have to make decision, but I can't shit or get off the pot. I'm stuck. It's going to take someone pushing. Some people are like that. They just, they got to be pushed and dragged to the right place. But, um, this was probably the worst showing we've seen from Ben and his, uh, John and his back problem. There was a funny scene though, when they went to the burglary, this is why he doesn't like burglaries because they get there because she's like uh yeah so I was asleep and I felt like a cop was here you just felt like a cop was here ma'am yeah I felt like a cop was here okay what did he steal my uterus hey bro what oh my god I laughed so freaking loud (laughs) I forgot about I don't remember this so (laughs) she said it so serious (laughs) He stole my uterus. Like what? What the fuck? John's like, oh, we got a 187 in progress. We gotta go. He's like, yeah, ma'am. I'll I'll let you know about your uteruses. (laughs) He's like, we gonna keep going back. We gonna have fallopian tubes. But apparently, IA is cracking down. I don't know how IA is cracking down though. And Dewey's still employed. still very much employed let's go to sammy's storyline not too much going on with him he's been missing from the neighborhood for a few weeks there's no consequences apparently for him taking a guy out in the desert and trying to kill them the neighborhood still trusts him to handle the situations the pastor tries to say i'm sorry about nate you can come here and talk if you want to he says i'm fine he uh he found $40,000 in the collection plate and thought it's it's a blessing from God. Excuse me, bitch. So he was called because apparently he's just, you know, the force of the neighborhood now. <laughs> Other black cop we saw earlier is just like, yeah, 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 this is the guy I call. Uh, but he did seem to have a rapport with him at least. So he goes on the search for what well, all leads back to this kid. Uh, <laughs> It's like these church ladies ain't no joke, which is factual. Um, it was nice seeing that black dude get some more work. Uh, I, I want him to be more a part of the storyline. I think him and Sammy actually would make really good partners. Uh, so they get to the they get to the woman's house and she immediately called her kid out 
was like he bringing in dirty money up in this house and yeah you damn right i put it in the collection plate i will send you to jesus but you didn't think that money belonged to someone that your son might get popped for you know giving it away because now gangsters are looking for it we never even got a resolution on this because tammy's heavily pregnant ass shows up talking about i found you on a find my phone app what what the fuck bitch we are not together you are still living in my house with someone else but i'm gonna let that shit pass because apparently the baby's mine so she did all of this well he she hasn't the the reason why is he hasn't returned or call calls in a week i would feel better if she showed up at the station because that would be worth it like i'm carrying your baby i need to talk to you you're refusing to contact me so now i'm showing up in person because there's something i need to discuss with you and it, we could have done this over the phone but you didn't call me back uh, this was about the baby uh, the room because she knows it's gonna be separate households and he doesn't have a nursery yet but he's trying to do the best thing he could do to be a father so he ends up getting the paint and some other things and drops it off at the house in the end that's where his focus is there wasn't any drama that was nice for once but gosh dang it the idea that i had to see tammy <laughs> that's the same feeling though that you get when you see uh dewey you're just like is this gonna be terrible or is this gonna be uh at least palatable and that's where this whole story arc went was it was palatable lastly let's talk about achoa and lydia i had forgotten which was really great when i know i'm in a good episode is i forgotten the beginning started off with a shootout with lydia and achoa and they show up at a crime scene with <laughs> mutt and jeff who have been tasked with leading up their own investigation for once and them assisting to to check out the witness names however they to call to their own primary case loach one of them is a cousin to the to the police chief so that it's clear that they get preferential or nepotism is involved uh and that's why they can be shit detectives and they're also men and the women have to show up to make sure they cross their t's and dot their i's but they have their own caseload so they'll have to handle those 14 names on the witness list when they get there he's like um she told me we had to do this she better take it up with fernandez but achoa says look uh i had to get my kids that's how i handle them like i, I can't hold their hand all the time i have to let them fuck up themselves um and take it from there they get to a crime scene in which the mother was rushed away but she died on the way to the to the emergency room she was hit in the head with a frying pan the person responsible ran out the back door the son was upstairs and potentially witnessed the whole thing or not witnessed but did get a catch of the look at the man that ran out the back door he says it was a black guy but he keeps trying to leave the crime scene which is unusual but he is concerned about picking up his siblings and she says well i'll let you answer my questions at the station but your your siblings and you are coming back and you'll be escorted by an officer question how did achoa get past her i guess she could have went out the back door 
because that was the whole time i was like how did she get over there this was filmed separately but she has the paramedic driver or the woman riding the paramedic she's like yeah the lady told me who did this to her she said it was her husband (laughs) husband who is supposed to be at work was not at work called off sick the son clearly knows that it was his father that did it but how do you even reconcile that right she feels a lot of empathy for martin and his situation she's firm she lets him know hey uh this is what's gonna happen they get back to the station the father's there he tries to leave once again but they're like we need to talk to you in the other room okay if you want to do this in front of your children we'll do this in front of your children but it's sad right and they look like they're the bad guys when technically they have to put him under arrest because (laughs) he did the murder the son tries to to intervene and he is subdued by an officer lydia sees the aftermath and she tries to comfort the one kid who's just scared and martin doesn't want to to be comforted like you tried to uh why you you were trying to help us this is not helping us they go and they talk to the father who's confronted with the evidence and immediately asks for a lawyer i'm going to jail martin comes to lydia and says well i want to take my siblings what happens next well you know it's going to be the next few days because he's got to get arraigned and he's like okay i'm going to take my siblings to my aunt who's your aunt and also you can't just go off by yourself he's like well it's not no big deal he's like you're a kid you're not gonna get (laughs) you're not just gonna go and take your siblings but she knows where it's coming from she knows this means they might be separated or he does martin poor kid he has been through a lot he has no has to know that his father did something and he has to figure out where him and his siblings are going to be but mostly he's concerned about them being split up they go to the aunt's house uh because she says i'll drive you this is non-negotiable he tries to say maybe he doesn't remember where she lives but he eventually cops too this is where she lives but she probably won't take us in she goes and speaks to him and it turns out that she she needs to think about it because she's very afraid of the father which that's understandable if you killed the mother she's got her own family to worry about so she says she'll think about it martin breaks down in the car you see a choa just taking it in how good lydia really is you know she doesn't get frustrated she understands completely you're the victim in this just as much as the dead woman and she's going to do everything she can to help but you know she she has to have these difficult conversations and she's able to have them with so much empathy and understanding then she goes back to the father and she just breaks it down to him like look your son is terrified this will be easier if you oh she says uh in the car like you have to tell me what your father did and he says yeah it was him so knowing that she's like look your son's gonna have to testify your kids are gonna go into dfs it's clear that you love your kids but we know that she had problems and you had problems this was clearly a domestic situation what is best for your children you need to do the right thing if you don't want them to be put through any more hell than they've already been put through and he eventually realizes that she's right and that he does need to to confess to avoid because she he says the same thing like look the place where they could go and be all together is your wife's sister but she's terrified and 
now your kids are going to be split up because of you like this is all down to you you got to take some ownership and he ends up doing so and while the kid doesn't look at her martin thanking her for anything which i like that too realistically everyone's not going to be like oh well i know you're trying to help me he probably knows it deep down somewhere but he ain't close to at this moment wanting to confront those emotions he's dealing with too many other emotions which is a kid trying to keep his family together speaking of together though lydia catches the eye of a p2 while she is doing uh target practice she's listening to the p2s training someone else talking about failure drill that's the body shots uh then he talks to them about the headshot and they have a shoot off and uh she's like oh man (laughs) i'm not as good she asks for some pointers they exchange some looks and we don't think much of it other than she might be getting her some ass then she goes back to the office and she's like what you doing here because you sitting in achoa's desk she don't like people sitting in her desk she just left um i like the line here where he was like what you gonna tell my mom and he says look i want to go out with you i want to have dinner uh have a drink she's like i just caught two cases okay let's do coffee and then we could talk about your cases (laughs) i don't do this all the time girl trust me this is not i'm going out on a limb here and she ends up accepting the date tells uh achoa about it who's all excited and now you can't tell her anything else about this p2 because it's her son yes that's what we learned the big bombshell at the end of the episode but they get to uh questioning one of the witnesses that had killed the two oh yeah they said his grand uh the grandson had killed the grandparents so i'm guessing this is where the son worked how the fuck did you get an ak-47 in here sir is what i would like to know (laughs) but that is what he has and he starts a shootout um this this episode couldn't have been aired like this year because we know we got a i mean a lot of people are very still coy but i get it for mass shootings this is a mass shooting at a work spot and they go in and people are running around they're screaming that one girl i don't know why it bothered me when she was screaming coming down the steps i'm like girl shut up don't let them know where you are (laughs) but i also don't know how i would react in this situation i'd be shutting up though uh i always it's for effect for the movies i know i know but if someone were to scream i can't take it against them i'm just saying that is not like i don't want people to know where i'm at when i'm hiding so they're finally able to find the shooter after going through the building there are several people definitely murdered and while they get a nice clean shot at him apparently well he's also shooting ak-47s at them she gets lydia some of the employees out the building however achoa is hit with some glass all over her face and she is injured so she gets her out of the building and i knew it was going to come full circle because he gave her that pointer which is 
you know you're grabbing onto the trigger you need to just like the academy breathe line up your shot and squeeze and that comes full circle as she has to deal alone with this gunman the shooter who's just looking to kill people in the building she grabs Ochoa's phone uses it as a distraction because he's so fucking out of his mind he's just shooting at anything that looks uh, and then once she hears that he's no longer shooting she steps out of the shadows and takes her three shots to the chest he doesn't go down so she pops him in the head with the kill shot proving that lydia is an absolute nutter gangsta detectives usually don't get in shootouts which is something his when he showed up like uh you don't usually do stuff like this mom what are you doing she's like blame a child blame loach another one sending us to their suspect's workplace where shit popped off i like the scene in the hospital where she thanks her and they're playing uh (laughs) poker with skittles that's adorable she's like you owe me a new phone no no they owe you a new phone look how old that phone was (laughs) and that's when rodrigo shows up and is like mom and lydia's like she's like i'm gonna let y'all talk i'm gonna go outside by the vending machine and contemplate my life choices <laughs> he joins her and it's like you didn't know no that's why i was trying to fill you out well <laughs> you could have also just told me he's like look we're adults but she's your mom but we're adults and you stood me up on our date well i was handling a shootout that's not an excuse it's like okay we can slum it if you ain't gonna go out to dinner with me because mom is fine we can totally go on on a date <laughs> he was so about it and he ends up chiming her with the vending machine like i'm gonna get you a soda some salt some sweet <laughs> and she was being she just put she she knows she was trying she trying to get she trying to get some and i don't blame you girl she go take that young man for a ride this younger man just sent me a not a dick pic but a what's happening in his draws right now type of pic this morning i was so out of the blue too because i like we don't need to get the whole story but (laughs) i was like "Mm." and he is a little younger and i was thinking the same thing i'm like you know when you want to drop by ohio i will be here (laughs) that's 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 all that's all i'm gonna tell you (laughs) i will be here taking that for a ride that's for damn sure so i on one hand i'm like she finally has a partnership where it looks like things are going great they're getting along great and now here comes this potential potential um issue because i can't see anyone plus that's that is cart that's what you do with your partner you talk about your love lives how do you talk about that with your partner that is dating or could be potentially dating her son do i'm curious if if mimi th- or if shy thinks he's cute because he i right, but the porn stash i'm never a fan of the porn stash i just ah you can have a goatee but just a stash a stash all by itself i don't know about that 
not as not as attractive but speaking of that's the perfect segue into the feedback so let's hop into the mailbag Christina, it's me, Shy. I'm here to give my feedback for Southland episode eight of season three. And yes, it is episode eight. <laughs> um, before I give my feedback, I wanted to just um, follow up um, from your previous podcast. You had mentioned about the social worker. And to be honest, I didn't, <laughs> I think I ranted about or I don't want to say ranted, but has some things to say about the the way social workers are depicted in this show before. So I felt like I didn't want to be redundant in saying that because it's basically the same type of complaint. It's not really realistic how, (laughs) I mean, what you said is very true about um, being overworked, underpaid, understaffed. All that is very much a reality in the um, social worker field, um, but at the same time, and of course, the um, because of that, um, we don't. I wouldn't say we treat uh, them like a. I mean, I, I mean, I get. I don't know if you. I mean, I can only speak for myself. I'm sure there is some cynicism on uh, all that stuff, and some that you know starts being desensitized and I and I think but that's that's a necessary just like with cops and anybody else um that deal with this type of work um to cops firemen um you got to have a certain amount of detachment in order to be able to um objectively do the job because if you're taking in all the you know you know in this case this kid was um being molested and you know all the kids are you know there's some type of trauma going on for um us to be involved and so we have to be able to keep our heads to have a level head um and some you know there's some i'm sure we'll take it too far and don't um and just see it a a different way but i will say um this person she said 35 years i didn't catch that but that's so unrealistic that she's a case manager for 35 years i'll say that much um <laughs> like that is so not true um anyways um there are just some other problematic things but i just i just decided to let it to just not you know get delve too much into it because it's just it could just be frustrating I'm, I'm sure you know when you you know when your job or the you know the type of um um career that you have it coincides with something that's on TV you and they don't portray it accurately you just kind of have to <laughs> learn to just grin and bear it I mean I was like that I mean I'm like that with military movies or shows or stuff that depicts military um I it, yeah it just you just grin and bear it so anyways as for this one there's not too much to say about this one it was pretty cut and dry in regards to an episode we got john i already said what i said about john in the last one and it's just frustrating to continue to see i mean i just feel like he's compromising them both i mean it kind of takes away from his character because you know from the beginning when he's teaching 
been and you know the importance of being there for your partner and making sure that you know i mean it just it just seems like this situation is slowly i mean i still like john but i'm just saying you know just this episode alone just frustrated me because it's like you're really putting your partner in a compromising position and it just not to the extreme of dewey and chicky but it just reminds me of that because it's like what if I mean, he's like got them on these like, you know, light calls or whatever in in order to keep from having to do too much. Um, Instead of like Ben said, why don't you just call out sick? I mean, why would you? It's just not the type of job that you should be doing that with. And putting himself in danger because he's compromised physically. And then, of course, he's irritable because of you know not getting any sleep being in that much pain you know put giving them you know taking too many pills and then he you know just lost it on that old guy (laughs) you know it's like oh my gosh sir you should not be driving oh my gosh um that that's so scary that and that and the sad part is there are people like that on the road we do um we do um car seat classes and stuff like that and I mean I personally found it like not funny that 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 I mean that's an important thing to be able to safely secure your baby in a car seat and to have Ben doing that and he didn't know what the hell he was doing I mean that's ridiculous I mean and that doesn't look good on the department and I'm sure someone should have complained to the department that this officer came in there and did a shitty uh, class on car seats. Um, then we got, you know, the uterus lady. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, that's someone that should have um, gotten, had a psyche valve. Um, and then I'm like, Tammy, why? what the fuck why did why did she show up there i mean it makes i mean i can't with this character i cannot stand this character i cannot stand this character and this episode just put the explanation point of why i cannot stand this character like why the hell would you show up to sammy's well he is not even not at the, the police department not you know not at home he is at someone's house questioning about to question them and you show up talking about paint colors are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me i i'm like i i can't i can't if i i'm i'm gonna scream every time i see this woman on my screen i she she makes the list she's on the top of my list of characters i just can't stand (laughs) and there's a limited group and she is in that group um i just i can't that's all i gotta say but um so this episode really frustrated me for like i said for john's storyline and then the stupid thing with um tammy her showing up um i like lydia and um ochoa I think you said her first name, and I don't remember it. I just know Ochoa. Um, that was an interesting twist about that being her 
um son uh now i'm like like should i have gone back and like shouldn't he have had a nameplate did he say his name was achoa i don't even remember does he have a different name so it made me want to go back and check because i'm like dang i missed that uh of course i wouldn't have that i would have still not linked that to but i th- i might have been like hmm if i knew his last name was achoa and then she goes to the thing and uh to the to her desk and there he is at his mom's come to find out his mom's desk so i was like i didn't know he was he didn't look that young um i mean he looks younger but i didn't think he was young enough to be her son um but then again um you know she could have had him really really young um and my other thing is a part of me is like yeah get you go for it lydia but then another part of me is like that's awkward (laughs) and yeah that's just really awkward um my partner's son i don't know if that's i would not want to go there that's just no not me then we got the failure drill um which came into play uh which you know of course that wasn't you know something that was um too surprising that lydia ended up having to do the very thing that they talked about at the beginning when she was at the gun range. Um, so that was, um, yeah, that was, she applied what he told her um, into, uh, into a live action situation. I think that's all I have to say um, about this episode. Um, yeah. So on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. Thank you, Queen Shy, with your thoughts on this episode. Um, did I give this episode a score? I don't think that I did. I gave it an 8.7 out of 10 in case anyone wants to know. <laughs> I will say, having a, I, I didn't, I, I'm glad you, you confirmed that this shit actually goes down because I've never shown up where a cop has shown me how to put my kid in a freaking car seat. Like that happens at the hospital by the nurses and the staff. <laughs> showing you how to secure your child so i'm glad to know that that actually happens because i was thinking the whole time like who takes this who does this it's not just at the hospital who has a cop doing this and not a a physician um morales that was his last name it wasn't ochoa he introduced himself as morales she introduced herself as lydia adams he knew who she was the entire time but he, she did not know who he was and the whole time he was trying to drop hints he's like i'm trying to fill you out like <laughs> you didn't know but i sure as hell do and it didn't stop him that's why he was just like yeah i gotta come in here i'm old-fashioned you ain't old because <laughs> i gotta i gotta do this the right way because i know what i'm i know i'm gotta come correct because you're my partner you're my mom's partner uh yeah definitely awkward though that's not gonna i don't i don't i don't don't see i don't see car seats in their future (laughs) because he very much looks and and like he's a fuck boy uh and that's all well and good and fine to have fun with but that's exactly you don't want to be looking at your partner like yeah i'm using your son as my fuck boy uh there's something else that you said and now i can't remember it and now it's gonna bother me because you were oh yeah you were talking about ben and and john 
uh i think i've agreed everything you have to say about that oh yeah the tammy thing the one thing with you said about the tammy thing okay so i am totally with you on the hey if you needed to find him like i think maybe i'm more of yeah if i'm contacting you and i have this baby in my stomach and it belongs to you yes if you don't contact me and i need something i might have to take the initiative to show up at the police station and have a word with you yes uh so i don't i don't mind that she tracked him down but or even that she tracked him down where he was clearly in the middle of his job stay in the fucking car until he's done wait until he's done like i didn't i i didn't have an issue all the way up until that point because then my big my beef is don't not don't ignore your baby mama i don't care if you don't like her you have a baby with her now and you clearly wanted to be the father of that baby so now you have to deal with her and all of her perks and all of the weird shit that she's dealing with that's that's part of the deal you can't just decide i'm not talking to you like that that's not okay so while i do agree fully that she could have had more couth at the same time i'm not making uh homeboy exempt from that shit you know what you what you got involved with you know the type of person she is so when you saw her third call you should have tried say let me handle this situation because if i don't she's gonna do something irrational that's that's how i feel when these men be going around knocking up these crazy ass bitches and i'm like i'll be looking at them. i'm like well you put your dick in a crazy ass bitch now she got your kid which means she got you for the next 18 years you need to learn how to handle that situation so i don't put all of the ownership on a female for being a crazy bitch you was who you was and yes i don't like you but you also you you knew what you got yourself into (laughs) i think that's all i have to add for this episode and you did say eight and you say you were trying to say it was nine but it was really eight but no girl it was nine (laughs) this is the penultimate i know it gets a little confusing with the two-parter sometimes and I think there was a two-parter this season, but it is episode nine. If you want to send feedback once again for the next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. <laughs>